Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, hello, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Awkward Adventures of a College Graduate. <laughs> if you haven't guessed by the music I just played, um, I guess one of the last times that I talked to you guys, it was getting ready to be my birthday, so it's been a couple of weeks. Um, in the words of Timbaland, I'm sorry I left you. Left you, left you without a dope beat to step two, step two. Wiki, wiki. <laughs> okay, enough of the corny jokes. Um, out of the window, but yeah. I know I was raggy, I know I was trifling. Kind of left y'all found in content for the last couple of weeks. Um, honestly, the last couple of weeks been kind of crazy. Um, so like I said, it was my birthday, January 17th. January the 17th. I don't, I don't know why I'm saying teenth. Saying it that way, <laughs> uh, Capricorn gang, a, um, and for all those people who know, I think I have Scorpio rising, Sag, Moon, all that stuff. So, <laughs> shout out to the people who know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, man, this episode today, since I've been gone for a couple weeks, a lot has happened. As I said, I had my birthday, and then after that. I actually went on vacation, and I left the country for the first time. I'll say it was one of my first times um, really traveling. Um, it was a family vacation or cruise for my sister, who's turned 50. Um, so it was really a dope opportunity. And I thought about for today, since my first episode back, and I said I promise, I promise you guys a, a couple of episodes. Because I want to do it, one, because I kind of miss it, and two, also... You know, because I feel bad about missing a couple episodes. What I'm going to do in this episode is going to be kind of a split gumbo-ish episode where I'm just going to talk about my birthday, what it was like, and then traveling. And then the next episode, I have something special for you guys playing. So, hopefully two episodes <laughs> um, by the end of this week or if not early next week. So, either uh, these episodes will be coming out by the end of the week. So... It'd be February 7th, or it'll be the week of Valentine's Day. So you might be getting three episodes because I actually do want to do something on that. But without further ado, boom. So <laughs> uh, January 17th was my birthday, and I turned 23 years old. So this is my first time actually being home for my birthday in probably like four years. Usually most of the time... I was at school for my birthday just because, of course, my birthday is like at the very beginning of the semester. So, you know, freshman year, sophomore year, junior year, senior year. And I can say it was really fun and it was a dope time, I guess, you know, celebrating my birthday on campus um, just because it was different. So I will admit, like my first year that I wasn't home for my birthday, I was a little down, but my friends really like, you know, helped me get out of that, and they really made up for it, because they threw me, like, a little surprise party thing, where I had balloons and all this stuff my mom got me, she gave my friends some stuff to do it, and then they ordered pizza and all that, and they really coordinated it, so I enjoyed my 19th birthday, that's my freshman year, I wasn't, I didn't really drink then, also because Lincoln University is a dry campus, <laughs> um, but yeah, but I didn't need that to enjoy. You know, we had fun, listened to music. We just, you know, tore it up. When our friends provided her her room um, as the place we had it, I think we watched movies and all this stuff. And it was just a fun, wholesome time, ultimately. For like my 20th birthday, what did I do for my 20th birthday? 
I know that sounds so bad. <laughs> I'm trying to think. On my 21st birthday, I was... Sheesh. Okay, 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 okay. Um, my 20th birthday, I was dating somebody. So I think we... We end up going out. Or something like that, I think. I'm not... I, I don't remember. That's really bad. I, I really don't remember what I did for my 21st birthday. I... It was something, my friends probably did something, it's probably the person I was dating did something too. I don't remember, I guess it was, It was. I'm not going to say it was uneventful, but I really just can't remember. Now my 21st birthday, <laughs> now that was a, uh, that was a story, that was a story, that was a, no, not a story, that was really, that was a movie, full length, <laughs> HD, <laughs> <laughs> High definite. It, listen, it was a four D movie. I still remember those 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 feelings from that. So it was my twenty first birthday, and I enjoyed myself. Um, my friend up doing like a taco night, or it was like Mexican food night, um, in his suite, and so we got together, and my friends um got together, and they got like a little cake for me, and I uh, must say I enjoyed a lot. Um, I very much enjoyed my 21st birthday. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Um, I, I still have blanks from my 21st birthday. <laughs> um, I still do. Um, I remember most of it, but there's certain parts that are just like, eh, you remember I did it? No, I don't really remember when I did that. <laughs> I don't feel, uh, yeah, but, um, it was a fun time, you know. Also, I think I went out for my birthday off campus with someone. Um, to um, 22nd birthday. That wasn't as eventful. That was my senior year of college, so it was kind of stressful at that time. Um, one thing I did do was, like, before my birthday, I went off campus. My dad came and got me, and I spent the weekend with him for his birthday. Ended up going to my aunt's house. It was MLK weekend. And that was really nice. That was probably the first time I ever um, been with my dad on his birthday or that close to his birthday. And, you know, went out, had seafood, you know, went to my aunt's house. And that's when I got introduced to different little combinations and stuff like that, you know, as far as drinks and all that. And it was really fun, you know, doing that. And... No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. No, my 22nd. That was my 21st birthday. <laughs> I'm bugging. My 22nd birthday, yeah. That was different. I, I didn't really do my 22nd birthday. 21st birthday is when I, I did the stuff where I went off campus. My, my 21st birthday, honestly, that whole time was just really a fun time and stuff like that. Um, The reason I'm talking about this and stuff like that, I figured, you know, since it was my birthday, <laughs> um, it's not February. But I did celebrate basically thoroughly for the rest of the month. I just wanted to talk about that and, you know, I had a couple of points. But like I said, this is kind of a freestyle. Excuse me, I'm sorry, y'all. Um, a freestyle episode where I'm just kind of going to flow. It may not be that long, honestly. Um, I know some of y'all got, like, you know, short attention spans. <laughs> some of y'all do enjoy the long episodes, you know. I know they're usually good for, like, listening for some in the background, but um, I'm not sure how long this one will be. Probably not going to make it too, too long. 
but it's going to be long enough. Um, but, you know, I kind of went on a tangent, but my birthday. So, like I said, I turned 23, and generally my birthday is probably one of my favorite times of the year. I know that sounds kind of selfish or whatever, you know, but, I mean, that's the one time I feel like during a year, on your birthday, you can kind of be selfish, if you get what I mean. Other days, you may be worried about other people and doing different things, but on your birthday, you know, it, it's a way of, you know, seeing how much, I want to say, based off who tells you happy birthday, you see how many people love you, but you do get a, a feeling of, like, people are wishing you well, wishing you and stuff like that. And it's a day that you can be kind of selfish, you can kind of, you know, do your thing up, enjoy yourself, turn up, and you just have an excuse to, <laughs> to act a fool within a reason. Um, that's why I generally enjoy my birthday. I like Facebook because of the birthday posts and stuff like that. I like the birthday texts and calls and stuff like that. Always try to get back there as many people as I can as, as possible within that same day if I don't get back to them immediately. But I just enjoy my birthday because I just, it's always been just a unique thing to me. It's just like, you know, it's just a, a warm feeling inside. It's like you, you turn another year and like, I've always kind of enjoyed that, especially during the milestones. So it's like when I turned 13, I remember, you know, 13 now, I'm a teenager and all that stuff. <laughs> and my mom was like, hey, teenager or something like that. I don't remember what she said, but like, she's like, oh, you're a teen now. <laughs> And all that, but like those funny things, and then like when I turned sixteen, I oh I thought oh I'm a teen teen now I'm sixteen years old yeah, high school all that stuff and that's a whole other story for another day. High school was not what my, my high school experience was not the typical high school experience. There were no jocks and you would get put in lockers, which I'm glad it wasn't and football teams and stuff like that, because I was a, a smaller high school or subset out of the main high school, you know, some of those things didn't happen, but, like, you know, just that, the 16th birthday, then my 17th birthday, I enjoyed that, 18th was kind of quiet, but I mean, I enjoyed that too, that was, like, officially, now you're on paper legally in a, quote-unquote, legally an adult, so you have certain responsibilities, you know, now you can vote and stuff like that, it was kind of cool, um, 20 was a milestone because it's like now I'm in a dub club. Yeah, I'm old now. 21 definitely was. That was probably one of my favorites uh, as far as milestones. Um, and then 22, 23 now. Um, I just always enjoy I just enjoyed it. The aging and the ex saying I'm one year older and stuff like that. And sometimes I, I'll say I, you feel it immediately. <laughs> like 21, I felt it immediately. Um, I'll even say 23, I kind of felt it immediately too. Um, just because now looking at 23, um, I mean, I've always been one of those people that I'll say in my lifetime, probably from the time I was five and my mom can attest to this. I'm not even like joking or BSing. I've always kind of had a plan. So at one point in time (laughs) when I was younger, um, she said I wanted to (laughs) be a police officer or something like that. <laughs> I got fired from that. I wanted to work for Sears and sell vacuums. Somehow that went into, um, I always wanted to be a businessman. I always wanted a chain of hotels. And that's been always one of my main, like, dreams. Now, I don't know so much. When I retire, who knows? I'm one of those people I don't know how to sit down. So it might be a retirement thing. At least I have maybe one hotel. Just for fun, because I love hotels. I love lodging. I love relaxing and stuff like that. Um, I used to love traveling as a kid. Like, that would be my favorite part of it is, like, the hotel and then the the rental car of it because I like cars. 
But, um, <laughs> not here nor there again. It changed from that to want to become a lawyer or prosecutor to, you know, do some medical field, which I'm currently at, I'm stayed at. Um, but that's all to say. I've generally always kind of had a plan. So I guess now being 23 and years ago, it's probably different ways I would have pictured my life being by now. Um, I guess like by 23, I wouldn't imagine being still at home. I mean, I guess yes and no. Because it's never been like a thing of like, oh man, I got to get out the house and all that stuff. Where I was like, oh yeah, I'm definitely going to be going. But I mean, just career-wise, I probably would have pictured myself, you know, being established more. Or getting established in a career, excuse me. Um, So, I wouldn't be home necessarily. Um, That's one of those things. By now, I probably would have pictured years ago, of course, if I would have said I was going to law school or something like that. Like I initially point years ago probably when I was back in like middle school um well early middle school late high school late elementary school maybe I'd be in law school now and then you know high school it then became maybe I'd be in medical school right now but you know life changed and you, you kind of have to roll the punches there but um it was just like that that thought process of 23 with that number being it being like your your quote-unquote Jordan year and all that stuff and you know it's kind of fun just thinking about it but you know I kind of had one of those moments where I was like man I'm 23 which means if I'm 23 years old I'm two years from being 25 which is the middle of my 20s which means I'm five years from being 30 and I mean that sounds crazy but that's like the thought process that you go through in your rationalization it makes you think like Dang, I might be still in my quote-unquote early 20s right now, but I got a lot of stuff I got to do. And I got some grinding I need to do for the next seven years, which can potentially set me up for my 30s, which will then, you know, if done correctly, make sure my 30s are in an area where it needs to go. Then my 30s turn to my 40s, my 40s, my 50s, 60s, all this stuff, retirement, all that, and things like that. And it just makes you think, you know, I think where I'm at right now, especially being 23, at this point exactly where I'm at, of course I'm not where I want to be, but I think the fact that I haven't given up or I have some goals in mind and I am goal-driven and I'm not complacent, sometimes to a degree where it, where it, aggravates, it aggravates me a lot. Um, normal transparency. It's okay not that I should be happy with your situation. And where you're at and stuff like that. And you have to kind of roll those punches. But just let that be it. Roll with the punches and keep it moving. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to, you know, be dissatisfied. But don't use that as an excuse to sit back and waddle or whatever. And self-pity and all that. Use it as, you know, motivation to keep moving and pushing and all that. And, you know, keep rocking out. And I'm going to actually get into more of why, you know, some of that later. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, just thinking about 23, I think I'm okay where I'm at at 23. You know, I still have a mindset of where I'm going to go. I'm goal-driven. I know what I need to do. Um, <laughs> figuring out how I'm going to get there is another thing, but um, I'm pushing. And I'm taking risks at 23 that I'm, I'm, and I'm putting myself out there in ways I feel like I wouldn't have necessarily done before. And that's one of my biggest things, get out of my comfort zone every single year. Pushing myself more, pushing, 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 doing different things, um, 
just living life ultimately, you know, um, and I, I enjoyed it. So for my, my 23rd birthday, and then because it's kind of like a half birthday episode before it transitioned to a travel episode, I'm going to like do like a, my favorite birthday moments, but I'm going to talk about my 23rd birthday first. So like when you're talking about risk and stuff like that, or not risk, but like doing different things, my 23rd birthday, I went to like my first, I guess, adult you know, social event or whatever outside of me being in college. Um, so there's this thing I saw it was like, and y'all know I'm old, so so <laughs> I love house music. If any of y'all saw my Instagram and stuff like that that night of my birthday, I was lit. Not like drunk or nothing like that. I don't drink and drive. Something I don't do. Also, I had work the next day, so had I not had work the next day, maybe I would consider taking Uber and I would have just been turned. But yeah, adulthood is, it's your birthday, hey, happy birthday, um, you still gotta do your job or whatever, <laughs> and that's real, and that's that on that, but, um, as far as that, I went to my first social event or whatever, it was, like, some event hosted by, like, a, um, radio station that had, like, after, um, Kofi Brown, from song After, they had the guy who sings Follow Me, which is me and my mom's favorite house song of all time. And it was like, I would say the older, you know, I'll, I guess I'll call them the grown and sexy crowd. <laughs> you know, the, the 35 and up or 30, 30 plus age group there. But I still enjoy myself. Now, parties and social events like that, I like to have my space. I don't like to be in the the crowd or whatever because I, you know, it depends what it, the situation is. Sometimes I do, but like, no, that's why I'm not. I'm not trying to do that because I like my space. I don't like to be crowded in. A little claustrophobic there, you know, different things like that. But as far as this, I enjoyed myself. I was near the wall. I enjoyed myself. I have dance music. Shout out to my friend um, who paid for the tickets. Appreciate you. Um, thank you for helping make my birthday a good night. And I really enjoyed myself. But that was my first time doing an event like that. Now, my shy self in the past would have been like, nah, I don't really want to do that. And it's not a lot of us in the group and all that. I need to wait and all that. But this year I said, no. Oh, Go up and do my do my birthday. I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna you know, try something, and I did. I had a magnificent time. Now, the devil tried to wear his <laughs> ugly head that night, and it was a little thing that kind of upset me and disturbed me. That almost ruined the night that happened before. But you know, it is what it is. But it's not. <laughs> if that was my my biggest problem now which pales in comparison to what I have to deal with a couple weeks later, I would take that. Um, but it was a good thing. And it was just like, you know, this is what I want in my 20s. I want to enjoy myself more. I want to go out more, you know, and be a, a social 23-year-old and not just be in the house all the time. And, you know, meet with other people in my age group and do different things. Not anything crazy or risky. I'm not going to be out here thotting it up or you know, getting drunk and blacking out or, you know, nothing like that. Which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do either. I mean, that's not my fun, but, like, just socializing and putting myself out there, you know, being 23. That's one of the biggest things I said I want to do this year. Um, And it's, like, I have a list of goals that I want to accomplish. That's one of the things, get out more, live my life. (laughs) Um, And that was a good start to it. But, you know... Jumping on to the next thing or jumping on with this birthday thing. Um, 
I guess what I want to talk about since this birthday episode, I have a list of questions uh, I have. Um, and the first thing is, uh, one of the first things I want to talk about is my favorite birthday present. Now, since we're shifting gears, my first favorite birthday present. So, for me, when it comes to my birthday, it's always been kind of weird. Because, um, <laughs> I the way my birthday is set up, my birthday is January 17th. Obviously, that's very close to the holiday of Christmas. Almost exactly, I would say about exactly three weeks after Christmas. Um, four if it were the next week. So, it's kind of weird for me. So, a lot of time, you know, for my, you know, for Christmas, I would get the big ticket items that I wanted or whatever. And then if it was like a game or something I wanted... Um, I usually got it, you know, after that, during my birthday, it was just like, my mom would be like, wait for your birthday to get that or whatever. Because, you know, it'd be three weeks later and that's so like, you know, <laughs> it's been like a pay period or something like that. And, uh, you know, finances can get right again. <laughs> but, I mean, as far as my birth, favorite birthday present, if I had to think of one, I mean, I can say there's not really one in mind. There are a couple that things I like, um... Remember, my brother got me, like, a, a gold chain. It was, like, a necklace or something like that for my 10th birthday. Um, and that game, I really enjoyed playing. Uh, not, not game, I enjoyed playing. I'm sorry. Reading text messages and um, recording at the same time. Um... But that gift I really enjoyed. Because um, it was just, it was something more sentimental that my brother had gotten me. And it was my first, like, real piece of jewelry as a big kid or whatever and all that. And it was like, I'm getting older now. So it was something that was, like, significant. And I really enjoyed that. Um, another good gift I got is one year I got, like, a drum thing my mom bought me. It was, like, you know... It was something small. It wasn't super expensive, but I enjoyed it because it was like I I was into instruments when I was younger, and you know I still kind of have a thing for it. There's still some instruments I would love to learn. Just like I I tell y'all all the time, I'm a man of many hats, and I will call myself a a jack of all trades, a master of none. Except I probably can master a few of them, but I'm all over the place. So I have so many different interests, you know, that range from art to music to this to that. Um, so you can't just find me in one place. But, like, that was a, a really cool gift that I got that I really enjoyed. Um, it's using and, like, you know, playing on the drums and all that stuff. It was an electronic thing, so it was lit. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think, um... Being taken out for my birthday... If that, I mean, that does count, you know, and having, you know, people pay for things. Those have been, like, good birthday presents to me. Because it's, like, more sentimental. It's, like, it, it. I just felt good about someone doing that for me and making me feel good in that aspect. Um, you know, cards. I've always loved cards because I actually probably have a problem with hoarding cards. <laughs> but I have, like, birthday cards, old birthday cards and stuff like that that I'll hold on to. You know, even if it, you know, I had money and stuff like that, I'm not the type to take the money out and throw it out. Because there's some really nice, like, inspirational things. Excuse me, y'all. 
it's been said to me in cars, and so I like looking at them. And, like, you know, I was always one of those people. I didn't like people to think that I was just looking at the card for the money. So I would always, like, take the money out, put it to the side, and read the card and, like, really, you know, bring it up. Because a lot of times they're really cards that you never you never really pay attention to how lit some cards are. And that's just the art nerd to me, but, you know, stuff like that. Um, But, yeah, as far as gifts, those are probably some of my favorites. And just so many different things I can't even think of right now. <laughs> As far as her favorite birthday presents, um, oh, I mean, there's one time I, you know, went out on my birthday and was treated to a couple of things. That was fun. I went, to, I went out to dinner, then I did like go karting or whatever. That was a that was a fun time. I appreciated that, and what that person did for me at that time um, for my birthday. Um, she did her thing. I'm not gonna take that from her. She really did her thing, and that was that was a that was lit. <laughs> um, you know, um, but other than that, as far as birthday presents I've gotten, um, and it's not taken away for any other birthday presents. I really just can't remember my, my brain has like 50 million things in it. So it's, I'm trying to think back <laughs> and it's like probably running like hamster on a, a wheel. Can't think of them, but it doesn't take away from any other gifts. I, I appreciate any birthday gift I've gotten, you know, ultimately and thank them all. Sorry, y'all, for the little lapse in audio for a second. Um, being a millennial, texting and recording at the same time. Um, now, one of my favorite birthday memories. That is going to be a hard... That's a hard question that I came up with that was going to be very difficult to answer. Um, the way this time is going, I might end up doing a travel episode a little bit differently. Or, you know, within a different episode... But I don't really, I don't really want to because I already have like two more episodes planned that I'm gonna get into, so I don't want to overload y'all with that. Um, but my favorite birthday memory, I would say, a couple of my favorite birthday memories have just been like little birthday parties that have been thrown for me. Um, I remember when I was, I think I want to say I was five years old, and my mom threw a birthday party for me and it was at McDonald's. You ain't a real one if you've never had, like, a birthday party at the McDonald's. Back in the day when they had the McDonald's Playhouse or whatever. <laughs> they had the little video games there. They had the Ronald McDonald thing. Um, the chairs and all that. It was, like, lit. It was the... For me, it was the... And it's for the, the, the Jersey people who, who listen, who know what I'm talking about. If y'all know the the um, the McDonald's that's on 22, um, it's after ShopRite. Like, you come in... Like, it's like if you... You going up your, if you come down a hill from ShopRite, you can hit it from there, but you can also get there from, you know, going towards, like, if you're going towards where Bullcraft used to be, there's a McDonald's right there, so my party was there, and I was, like, four or five years old, and I just remember it was just, like, a lit time, like, all my, you know, I had, like, friends from, like, school there, had a lot of, you know, friends from, like, pre... I had friends from preschool there. I had friends from, from you know, my babysitter there. 
my um well i don't want to call her babysitter like for my grandmother's here my adopted grandmother and my adopted grandfather they were there and it's like one of my favorite members he has this huge camera on his <laughs> over his neck where he's recording his pictures um my um of course my mom was there you know coordinating stuff my um who was I trying to say? My mom's friend um, dressed up as Santa Claus. <laughs> Somehow she did that and made an appearance. <laughs> Santa Claus was there. Um, it was just, it was a fun time. It was probably one of my favorite, favorite, you know, favorite uh, birthday memories. That was my first birthday party. I, I remember that was ever thrown for me. I think that might have been my first one that my mom had did because, you know, I understand why, if that were the case, why she would have done that. Because when you're you're little like that, you don't really remember those parties. You see pictures, you don't remember it. But that party, I remember. I remember just anticipating and like, I think I had to have it in February and I was upset. Because with my birthday always being in January and me not living somewhere like with a, a warmer climate, somehow <laughs> a couple of times it's always been like a uh, an issue where there's been bad weather or whatever for my birthday or the possibility of bad weather so we had to push it back but I just remember having a, a, a it was a good time it was really fun I can't remember everything because it was it was so long ago I just remember the picture you know I just remember the pictures in my mind that we took and like just going in there and you know doing all these different things playing you know pizza and I think we had little burgers and like a birthday cake and all that that was fun um I remember one time, <laughs> this is elementary school. This is how you know you was a real, I'm not going to use the word, but you know what word I was about to use. <laughs> it was a real one. Um, so I told my mom, I was like, I was in first grade. I was like, mom, okay, here's how it's about to go. Everybody, you know, when it's their birthday, their mom brings cupcakes or whatever for the class and all that or brings cake. You got to bring it. You got to do it. You got to do it. I'm not going to be a real one if you don't do it, mom. You got to do it. You got to do it. <laughs> and she's like, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, okay, sweetie. You know, I'll I'll do that or whatever. That is not even how my mom said it. <laughs> never in my life has my mom ever called me sweetie. That would probably, if she were to say that now, I'd probably look at her like, who is sweetie? I, I have a couple of nicknames. <laughs> Something that I will take to the grave. Things my mom has nicknames my mom has called me and you my family. Yeah, I never know. If I choose to share one, as I really have no shame and I don't care, I might. Um, oh Lord, no, I'm not even gonna share them. Just embarrassing nicknames. Like my mom probably be like, yeah, okay, Nick, insert nickname. I got you. <laughs> but um, yeah. So my mom, my mom does it, and she does bring in the cake, and I'm like, I the, I think it was cake and ice cream or cake and milk or something like that, and I'm like, yay, she bought it and all that, and then we pass it around and we're cutting the cake and I'm doing it, and of course I spill milk on myself, and I'm so upset, and I was upset, but we still had fun, and it was still a great time. As <laughs> when I, my class, we we did something and um. We did. It was a good time. It was first grade, Miss McPherson's class, Evergreen Elementary School. I'm giving a lot of what, a lot of away, a lot of identifying information, but it's been like years. I mean, you were in my class, you knew what it was up, but 
other than that, nah. <laughs> um, but that was a fun time. That was probably another favorite memory. Another favorite birthday memory. Uh, my 12th birthday. That was a good one, too. 12th birthday. I had another birthday party. This is my second birthday party I ever had in my life. Didn't really do anything for my 13th birthday. In reality, probably should have waited. Did some next year, but I wouldn't really think like that. But 12th birthday, did another party for 6th grade that time. And we did it at um, a place called Grand Slam, which is like this sports complex. That's not like maybe <coughs> 20 minutes from my house. And like that was a good time too. Like, you know, my friends from 6th grade were there. My friends from 6th grade were there. I don't know why I can't pronounce words today. Sixth grade. Sound like Fantasia. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Go ahead and free the thefts. You don't want me, then don't talk to me. Y'all, if y'all ever watched the comedian Cedric the Entertainer specials, <laughs> taking you higher, you'd <laughs> be making fun of TNT. Lips, her lips, <laughs> she can't pronounce it. She still sounds like she can't pronounce her teeth. Just if you don't want me to talk to me, <laughs> I know I'm terrible for laughing, but <laughs> I can laugh. I used to not be able to pronounce my THs and my Ys either. <laughs> I used to say yellow, <laughs> yellow. My, I used to have a thick tongue. My tongue was too big for my mouth. I couldn't say yellow. <laughs> and thank, thank you and all that. Thumb, thumb. I used I couldn't say thumb. I used to say thumb. <laughs> thumb. <laughs> Ooh, my family used to make fun of me, too. <laughs> I had such a hard time. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. I used to say, but especially because you know, back then, when I was a little kid, I used to, I knew the word for, the Spanish word for yellow. So I used to say, I'm a, <laughs> what was it? I'm out of you. <laughs> they would use, at school, they'd make fun of me, too. we like, what is yellow? No, yeah, yeah, like, I'm a radio, I'm a radio, I'm a radio, I'll be so bad, I'm a radio. I could be saying it wrong now. Yo, now wrong too. But I'm like, you know what I meant. The the thing over there, it looks like a sunflower. But, um, <laughs> getting back. Um, I was in sixth grade and my friends were there, other friends from, you know, just life, you know, Boy Scouts, all that stuff. They came through. It was fun, you know. Even a couple of my, my mom's co-workers' kids and stuff like that I was cool with, that I was friends with, you know. They came, and it was fun. And, like, you know, we did laser tagging. We had pizza, of course. We had arcades, batting cages. Anything you want to do, it was just like a... And I, and I had a couple girls there, too. But it was just, like, the quintessential, like preteen boy um birthday party and it was a, it was a fun time i really enjoyed that 
really enjoyed that birthday. Um, I guess my next one after that, I'm just going through all my favorite birthday memories. Um, it was my 16th or my 17th birthday. Probably my 17th. It was my 17th birthday. My 17th birthday, I went out with my friends and we saw Ride Along. That was the Kevin Hart movie with um, Ice Cube. To this day, still probably, I will say, <laughs> of all the movies Kevin Hart does, and he's like, you know, always in something, I'll say that was probably one of the best of those movies that I can, like, to this day, I probably can go back and watch that movie and laugh at it again. Not like I, I've I've only seen it for the first time, but I, it's still so many funny moments that just make me <laughs> laugh. Like, you ready for the black camera, baby? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then just like <laughs> slide kick off the roof of the hood and all that stuff. <laughs> you and then mouth ice cream mouthing you mother. <laughs> just a hilarious movie, ultimately. Um, but. For my 17th birthday, that's what I did. Um, you know, I invited the class, and I mean, I just did that because I didn't really care. I was just like, you're kind of tight knit right? at that point in time. The ones who were going to come, I already kind of knew. The ones who meant to, were meant to come came. And it was like maybe only four or five of us or whatever. And we we went there. Went to the movies and we were like, man, we're gonna get some burgers, we're gonna get something to eat afterwards and all that. And none of us, I think, at that time had a car. Cause I think I was the oldest one. Not yeah, I was the one that turned 17 first out of all of this. So none of us necessarily had our license yet, because we all pretty much waited till we were out of that group. We were 17 to just get our license because you have to pay in Jersey if you want to get your license when you're 16. You got to pay extra money, basically, to pay for, like, driving school. You have to go through the process. But when you turn 17, it's automatically a little bit easier. Especially if you get, like, your permit when you turn 16. Or I think when you're 17 or whatever. Because you only have to wait, like, six months after that, your permit test. And you just have to take your road test and you can get your license. So, you know, <laughs> point is we didn't have a car <laughs> um, to get there. Our so I think it was my mom that dropped us off. And then somebody else's mom was taking us home. So we're walking from the movie theater. And for my people, once again, who know, you know, Jersey and where I'm at. Um, if y'all know the, the movie theater in Jersey, the Regal Hadley one. There's a movie theater in South Plainfield, Regal Hadley was movie theater. So we walked from there to um, Red Robin. Which is like, it's not a long walk. It might have been like 20 minutes, 25 minutes. It wasn't a really cold night, so it wasn't bad and all that. But we had to go across the highway <laughs> to get there. And like, there's a little intersection where you can get across and all that. But it's still a highway. It's a, I mean, it's not a highway highway. It's like a, it's a, like, a, I guess, I don't want to say interstate. It's like a roadway, like, where it has dividers and stuff like that. It's not a full highway, but it's still, it's kind of hard to get past. One of my friends is, like, a, I would say, like, a daredevil type. And so, <laughs> you know, we're trying to get across the highway. He's just running. He's just, like, going for it. He's like, doom, 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 doom. And, like, nothing like we're running out in traffic. We're not doing anything stupid, but, like, he's not doing it. I'm like, 
And to this day, I'm like, y'all trying to get me ran over my birthday across the street. And he was just like, he was like, hey, how else do you know if you turn 17 and you feel alive on your birthday and you feel like I have a car? <laughs> but that was, that was a fun time. I enjoyed it. I was hilarious as well. It's being here on my birthday and doing that. Of course, I already talked about my college um, birthdays and how fun they were and stuff like that. And I'm sure there are other memories. But, you know, one of my favorite things about my birthday is just going out with family. On my One thing I like to do is just, you know... Of seafood, but like going out with my family to eat somewhere, you know, having somebody having them sing happy birthday to me. That's just what usually my favorite things part of my birthday. Um, I already talked about what I did for my birthday, um, what this birthday means to me. Um, I talked a little bit about that, I but I mean, just to kind of go fully into it, what this birthday means for me is it just means a new year and it means uh, a change for me. So I'm 23 years old, and like I said. Two years from 25, five years after that, um, five years from 25 to 30. Um, this to me just means grind. This to me is just like grind year and just like, you know, establishing myself here. So that means, you know, stepping out on faith, taking some opportunities, um, looking for some jobs in some industries I hadn't even really thought about before um, and trying some different things. And being 23 just means, you know, not being afraid to go and get it and, you know, really do what I need to do, ultimately. That's how I really view this this year and this birthday. 23 is a year to, to put things into place. And I really, you know, um, I've, I've spent 22... <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. Don't total dry. But I, I will say I've spent 22 um, what, doing what I would consider finding myself. And figuring out what Jared wants to do and, you know, how I'm going to, you know, get there. Now, I would say 23 is about now putting that into action and ultimately, you know, figuring out how I'm going to get there. Because, you know, it's okay to have a plan, but not put it into work. <laughs> not to do anything. It's just, you know. It's just really, you know, it's just mm, it doesn't work for me. So now this is really the year to to put things into action and just go get things. You know, I said I want to go into grad school this year. I'm saying that live, you know, or if not this year, you know, be prepared for grad school next year. But I really would prefer to probably start grad school by the fall. If not, at least have everything settled start so I can start in the next spring. But, you know, do that. Um, start having myself in my career, you know, making those mentors, professional mentors, finding people who can help me with my career. And so then find like what I want to do in my career and ultimately thinking long term from now, you know, I'm 23 now. What do I want to do when I'm 43? What does 20 years from now look like? What do... <coughs> What does 30 years from now look like? What I want to do when I'm 53? What does 40, what does 63 look like? What I want to do 40 years from now? Do I want to be retired? What do I want to be doing something completely different? What does all these different parts of my life look like? And just putting that stuff into work. That's what 23 has looked like for me. And also knowing, um, 
I guess humility at the same time has been part of 23. And, you know, just knowing that, you know, ultimately where I start off is not where I'm going to end up. Right now, you know, hey, moment of transparency because, I mean, I like y'all. <laughs> um, you know, I'm doing a job that I didn't have to go to school for. I'm doing retail right now. I work at a supermarket. You know, simple as that. Um, and I'm doing cashiering and stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. You got to do what you got to do to make money. Of course, that's not where I would envision myself being. Or it's not, I won't say envision myself being. It's not where I would like to be. It's not my ultimate end goal, of course. But it's a place that I need to be in, you know, humbles me and helps me understand people more. And it's like, you know, there are lessons to, there's lessons that you can take from any part of the life, um, life that you're at, you know, at any time. That's what I'm ultimately learning. You know, you can't get so caught up on what was me, why I'm in, why am I here now, why can't I be at the next step? Because in order for you to get to the next step, you have to understand, you have to appreciate the step that you're at. You know, there's there's the cliche saying there's beauty in the struggle. And that's truly what it is. You have to understand the beauty in the struggle and stuff like that. Then that's on that. Um Adding misconceptions about 23. I don't really think there is. I think... The misconception I had is that, you know... No, I can't even say that because... um, I've been blessed enough that... I've had kind of, you know, people before me... Put things in perspective for me. Where I didn't have, like, this very, you know, rose... Uh, ten look at things as far as my life and how I would think twenty three is, you know. Even listening to a podcast and you know one of the hosts being twenty three years old at the time of her starting the show, um, you know I didn't have a thought that you know I would have everything together or stuff like that or oh my god I'm twenty three and all that, but I mean, that's the one misconception is that you know I still have time. There's it's not over just because I'm twenty three doesn't mean anything you know. I'm still young. I still have the ability to, you know, go out and do different things and, you know, make things happen at the end of the day. And that's not very, it's not very old at all in terms of other things. Um, But, you know, my birthday was lit and (laughs) I enjoyed it and I appreciate, you know, being able to to you know see another year <laughs> and if you 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 follow me on instagram you look at my post <laughs> i even made a, a j cole reference i had to do it for the culture you know um shout out the cole <laughs> cole world um but it was a good birthday and that's just, that's that on that on my birthday so now we're moving along i'm giving y'all really a, like a whole narrative gumbo of the last couple weeks of my life so boom Part of the reason why I was going to the last couple of weeks, one, was enjoy my birthday. I was turning up for that. Went to the little event. Had the video. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Did that. But then after that, you know, I had to go on a cruise. I had to go on a family vacation. So um, for the last couple of years, my family on my father's side, my dad and his girlfriend, um, I've talked about, you know, doing something for my sister who's turning 50 years old. Um don't start doing math and all this stuff. My sister, you know, she turned 50. And, you know, she looks dang good for her age. You know, very beautiful and everything like that. Um, and so, 
you know, we were trying to plan this out and, you know, figure out, they were trying to figure out things to do. And so cruise came up and I'm thinking to my head, yeah, I'm probably not going to have money for that, man. I can't do a cruise. What are we talking about? Da, 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 da. You know, just being my usual negative, uh, negative Ned self, not Nancy because I'm, I'm a guy, but <laughs> negative Ned self. That, that's actually good. That That's a bar, negative Ned, but <laughs> I'm getting off track. Um, I was like, man, I don't know about this. Um, and I was like, they were like, you know, just pay the deposit. If you don't go, because the first deposit was paid, was um, due at the beginning of last year. You know, if you don't get it, you can get it back. I'm like, oh, okay, I got the money. I'll pay the deposit. And then next thing I know, oh, the first payment's coming up. I'm like, man, uh, all right, we'll, we'll see. Uh, make the first payment. And that was like, you know, really getting blood out of orange um <laughs> me and my euphemisms are um I guess you know euphemisms yeah um but that was rough and I'm like man I don't know if I'm gonna be able to go and I'm like I gotta see how much the rest of this cruise is cost and then you know lo and behold they were like oh well your balance is paid you paid off the rest of your cruise you paid that amount you paid that amount that's all you had to pay I was like oh okay it's lit the cruise is not that much at all so I'm like you know at this point in time I'm gonna go um of course, there's like things that you know, incidental wise, you should, you should have that I, you know, money wise, I, I could have been more prepared for, it, but I, I did go on a cruise, um, and what I want to talk about is my experience doing that. No, and I'm just talking from my experience, not so much the family dynamic side of that. I mean, I feel like that's another episode for another time, you know, traveling with family and stuff like that. But I just want to talk about like my individual experience, so. <laughs> Like I said, it was my first time really traveling out the country. Um, I it's not I technically it wasn't. Um, before that, I had traveled to Canada before, but we went to Niagara. We had went to Niagara Falls, and I didn't even really require a passport or really anything significant. Maybe set my birth certificate to do that, and I think that was pre nine eleven, so it was a little bit easier to cross the border. Um, but I was younger when that happened. I was probably like six or seven. And I barely remember anything on that cruise that that trip it wasn't a cruise um i remember there was some type of scaffolding ride we got on that was really that was like really high <laughs> um went to niagara falls that was kind of cool with all the water and stuff like that um i think we somebody proposed on it on a boat if i'm not mistaken while we were at niagara falls we went to my church, so it was a fun time and all that stuff. <laughs> um, doing that, but I, you know, as it as at a time of like really remembering and being an adult and like really truly traveling, this is my first time doing. It. Especially since this is my first time, I didn't travel with my mom or like my brothers, so it was a little bit different too in terms of like the dynamics of things. Um, especially since it was I was traveling with my father's side. Not to say they didn't have my back, but you know. I'm an adult now, so you have to kind of take care of things, you know, yourself. It's not like, you know, nobody's, nobody's babying you. We're all grown here. Um, I went on a the The trip basically was a cruise. It was a seven-day cruise. It was to the Bahamas. And, you know, I've always wanted to go, you know, to a tropical place and stuff like that, uh, especially during this time of the year. Um, of course, you know, I live in New Jersey. Um, it gets very cold and nasty during this time of the year. As a matter of fact, but a week before I went, it was very cold here. So I was like, man, I want to get out of here. I want to get out of this cold and all this stuff. So wish I could go back to heat now. Um, but anyway, um, 
seven-day cruise to Bahamas. So it was two days to sea. Then the third day, we went to Princess Case Island. Um, what was it? The fourth day, Nassau, which was probably my favorite part of the entire trip. Fifth day was Freeport. Um, sixth day, another day at sea. Seventh day, we got off the boat. Um, the experience, I would say, traveling as a, you know, it was just... It was amazing to say none at least, to say the least. Um, and I can truly say it's some opportunity that I, I want to do again in the future, um, especially traveling internationally. Um, well, I've been mean, traveling outside the country. I guess traveling, it goes hand in hand. But I really, I, now I feel like I've caught a bug where I want to travel more. So um, let me explain. So being on a cruise, I will say first, that's one thing. It's, it is kind of a good experience. I'm not going to front. Um... I may, you know, complain about certain things, but, like, it was a good experience, like, you know, for the most part, when you go on a cruise, it depends on the line that you go on, everything is paid for, so you're provided, at least on my cruise, I was provided, you know, all my meals were included, of course, you either could go to the buffet, or you could go to the dining, sit down dinner, and let me tell you, <laughs> on this vacation, I, once again, talking about being, you know, exploratory, um, <clears throat> in terms of things, I, um, I had no, I did not hold back when it came to trying new things. So on a ship, <laughs> they had this little like neat thing they had where it's like, try rare finds, try something that you're afraid to try. You've never would have tried before. And at our dining hall, um, you know, dinner sessions, um, you had those opportunities too. So like my sisters and my dad and would be staring at me and stuff like that. I would try some things. My dad's very adventurous with his palate, so he understood. But it was like one night I tried like um <laughs> I think I tried frog legs. And I was like, I already had them before I'm gonna try them again. They can't be that bad. They were trash. They were nasty. <laughs> Nastiest thing I ever ate before. Um it had like a fishier taste to it. I had had them before when they were fried. And it wasn't, like, I didn't have a care about them being frogless. It didn't bother me. I was like, eh, this is kind of nasty. I don't like the, I just didn't like the taste to me. Um, the next thing I tried was ox tongue. <laughs> so I guess we're talking about, I guess I'll talk about food, culture, sites, and, you know, um, traveling logistics is part of this, part of the session. Um, going back to the food, um, the next thing I tried was ox tongue. <laughs> That was, I'll definitely say that was a true experience of <laughs> of traveling um, and, you know, trying it on the ship. I've never had oxtone before. I'm sure I've seen it in the store, store I'm, or, or I've seen cow tongue, but I was like, all right, we're going to try this. I bit into it, <laughs> I cut it, and first off, let me tell you, the flavor wasn't bad. And that ship, the, I'll, I'll honestly say the cruise line that I went on, I went on a Carnival Pride cruise line, you know, and there's different levels to it, depending on the ship that you're on and stuff like that. There was a certain things I didn't personally like about my line, but there's things I love too. Um, the one thing I'll say, the food was probably one of those things I didn't completely like. It was like hit or miss, but from what I hear, other cruises don't provide that. Um, in this case, the ox tongue wasn't really a, a miss thing. It was, it was good. It was seasoned well. It was like as if you had like a, um, I want to say like a steak that's been like put in like steak sauce that's been like soaking or whatever. Um, and 
I bit into it, and I was like, okay, the flavor's not bad, but what, what messed me up, really messed me up, I, knew, I, I was about to cuss you, I'm sorry, <laughs> what really messed me up was the consistency, I bit it, and I, it, it, it was just like, the tongue touched my tongue, and I, I could, <laughs> yeah, the sponges fell into it, I couldn't do it, I couldn't do it, I was like, oh, I can't eat it, it's like, our tongues are touching, this is, it's just like, no, uh-uh, it's just, it's like, I was like, I'm, I'm French kissing a day, going ox. <laughs> it was just like, our tongues are touching. Like, I, I, <laughs> I was like, I can't do it. And I stopped. I was like, and my, um, I think my sister tried it. She was like, it's not bad. The taste is there, but she didn't finish either. We were just like, mm. I didn't like the consistency. If it was something like I didn't know what it was, and somebody had given it to me and I had ate it all, I probably would have been like, oh, okay. That's fine. I would have been like, ew, why would you give that to me? And freaked out a little bit. But I would have, like, had a uh, full-blown, like, reaction because it wasn't, it wouldn't taste nasty. I mean, I would just be like, this is a really soft, tender piece of meat. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of how it was. The last thing I tried <laughs> was escargot. And for my peoples that are not sure what that is, that is snails. And... As you already know, I am a huge, huge, huge fan of seafood. And you're probably wondering, well, Jared, why do you say that? Well, if you are aware, seafood is basically the under or the, the bottom feeders of the ocean. And in very in a lot of ways, that's kind of what the, sh- the snail tastes like. And I enjoyed that. That was probably my favorite out of them. Oh, my God. That was so good. I wish I would have gotten more because when you're on a ship, you can almost eat as much as you want or ask for whatever you want. And that was a, a plus to that. You could, If you wanted something that you liked, you could try it again and different things like that. So um, I tried it. It had the sauce and you ate it with the bread on top and everything. It was just the consistency was nice and it was the flavor was good. It was, oh, my God. It was good. I love the escargot. <laughs> Ever got the opportunity to try escargot again? Definitely doing it. Like, recommend it. Five out of five. Cow tongue, can't recommend it. Two out of five. The frog eggs I had, it's a hell no. <laughs> Zero out of five. No stars. No stars at all. Zip. Nada. Zilch. <laughs> nah. But, um, that was a good thing. I, I would say definitely on this trip, um, getting exposed to new foods and stuff like that. And that's the, um, the thing, the beauty about the carnival cruise that I was on was there were so many options, you know, especially at dinner time. It wouldn't be unusual for, you know, all of us to, my family to try different things and we would just like pass the plate around like, oh, you want to try this? I'll try that. Oh, can I try that of yours? Sure. Can you, you, you want to try this of mine? Sure. And I tried really like lit and like nice things. Um... I tried, it was my first time I, I had filet mignon. <laughs> I was bougie on the cruise. Tried that on the ship. That was good. Um, I tried baked Alaska for the first time, which is nine. Uh, once again, 10 out of 10 would recommend. It's like this cake. I, I want to, no, describe it. Think of it like, basically think about like a, I would say, for those who don't know um, what baked Alaska is, imagine a um i would say like a cake with like like an ice cream cake that's on fire with like a a marshmallow um i would say like top it was so good and like they came out with it on fire and everything like that and they're like who wants to try it and you know for my peoples who probably don't know 
I'm a huge sweet person, so I love sweets. I, I try anything sweet. <laughs> Anyways, and I was like, that's what I want. I love that. Not usually a huge cake person. I'm like, I mean, get it, get cake today, and it was amazing. I loved it. And then you have the, like the burnt or like the sensation of that with the ice cream. It's just it's a good time. Uh, um, sorry, y'all. Kind of got distracted for a second. Didn't mean for the lapse of, um, I guess the lapse of, of, um, audio. But, like, that was a good time. Um, I can't remember completely all the stuff. Most probably the one of the things I regret, um, not doing is recording my my food journey on the cruise but i wanted to spend more time you know less time with my that was one of the things on the cruise especially when you don't have life i want to spend less time you know on my phone and more time just living in the moment because i think that's one thing um that's dealing for our generation i just remember some food as i'm talking about it is that we spend so much time on our phone trying to capture the moment that we miss the moment. And that's one thing I said I didn't want to do this time. I said I would capture the moments as I could, but I would not miss them. I would, you know, be there present in the moment and really enjoy and stuff like that. Um, jumping back to the food and kind of conclusion, concluding on it. Um, there's one thing I said. I knew I was coming to the Bahamas. And I'm like, I have to try it. I want this and nobody's going to stop me from getting this. And that was conch. So, you know. Um, having known somebody who, you know, was from the Bahamas, you know, or not was, their food is from the Bahamas, you know, we talked about food and stuff like that, and they recommended that, they're like, you have to try, you know, conch, and, you know, stuff like that, it's really good and stuff like, you know, it's really good, you know, it's chopped up, cooked this way, and da 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 and I was like, I gotta try that, so I knew I was coming here, I'm like, I gotta try that, um, especially the fritters, that, on the ship, Probably had too much breading, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. With the sauce that it was in, mm, that was good. The confritters, and it's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's of course, like seafood. It is seafood. It's shell food. It's, it's shellfish. Shell food. <laughs> it's shellfish, but um, I don't know how I want to describe the consistency. It's not like, it's not like a shrimp or a lobster or anything like that. It's more like something you would describe, like, closer to, like, uh... Mm, not so much a muscle, maybe more of a muscle clam, but it's like, maybe even calamari. It's hard to describe the consistency of the meat, but it's good, and it's it's a good, nice, maybe scallops. It's it's like a combination of all of them to me, but like, I enjoyed that, and then I had something while I was in Nassau, um, that I enjoyed myself. Sorry, uh, sorry, y'all. I dropped the mic, <laughs> and not purposely. Um, as I was saying, I tried something that was like a broth soup type of thing. Um, that had conch in it. It was, it was like grilled, but it had like this broth and like plantain in it. it was so good. It was this place. Um, where did we go? Uh, I'm put it up. It's a, it was on my Instagram story too. Um, it was a place Guy Fury and the Food Network had actually came. I'm look at it now. Mm, was it boys? 
Not even Willie's. Hmm. I can't find it right now. It was... Oh, okay. Actually, no, I'm lying. It was... Curly's. I'm sorry. Curly's. Curly's Restaurant and Bar in Nassau, Bahamas. Yeah, that place. That that food was that food was good. <laughs> I wish I would have tried the sandflower platter like my, my sister. Now I enjoy my food, but I wish I would have did something more where I could have like tried more stuff. Um, like the ooh the fry lobster grouper fingers and crack conch. That probably would have been really good, but um, not here nor there. You know, me being fat. <laughs> um, but my food was good too. I had his broth. It was good. It wasn't spicy. It was like a perfect flavor and everything. And I. I enjoyed it. It had so much meat in it. It had, like, the mac and cheese and, like, the uh, potato salad. Those I didn't really, like, um, with fries and everything like that. It was so much food. So much food. Um, you know, it was, just, it was just, like, a really... It was a good time, that food. Um, but that was probably one of the best things I would say about the trip. It was, like, food. Like, that's an important aspect to me. Because, I mean, I, mean I, I do kind of like to eat. But I like to, like, try different things and, like... You know, you know, I'm kind of adventurous to a degree when it comes to food. Other times when I'm home, I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. But I'm like, you know, this is a life, possibly once in a lifetime opportunities to do this. Maybe not because I do find and travel again, maybe take another cruise. So with that said, I just wanted to kind of immerse myself in it, especially go knowing where I was going. I want to definitely immerse myself in um, the uh, the food and, you know, even there was, there was, like, we had a drink there that was, like, really nice. That was, like, more of a homegrown, like, thing where it was, like, mud sweat or whatever. And it was called a blue effort that I had. And that stuff was good. That stuff was, like, had you knocked <laughs> um, while we were in, in um, Nassau. But I guess moving on to it, the culture thing, so. And most of my, my references will probably be made to... The area of Nassau and probably I guess a little bit of Freeport too, um, because that's me actually being in the country, even though it was only a couple hours because you know cruise and all that stuff. Um, I definitely say the culture and just seeing things was like a that was one reason why I enjoyed it and I loved it so much there. Um, you know, growing up, of course, being black, but being black in America is a whole different thing. You know, you see people who are in your school who are black. You see maybe this one who's black and all that stuff. But you also see people who don't look like you. And you, you from a young age, of course, discover that you are the minority, you know, or quote unquote minority, what they want you to believe. And so you realize that even though I'm in this little protective bubble of things, that's just it. You're, there's there's never necessarily there's not a time necessarily except when I went to an HBCU thank God for that I'm glad I went to one I'm so appreciative of it um, I should be around so many black people or so many people who look like you at one time and when I went to the Bahamas you know even though there's of course definite cultural differences two different countries you know and things like that just seeing you know black people living their day to day lives you know, walking around all over, nothing but black people. That was a, a, a experience that did something to me. That made me like feel good. Like I'm in a place where, I mean, and every country has its problems, but 
maybe the problem isn't because I'm black. Maybe the problem isn't because, you know, the color of my skin. You know, people who look like me working in this store. People looking like me walking here. People look like me doing this, doing that. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. We're all just black. Culturally, we may be different. We might not have the same background. I'm a, you know, a black 23-year-old from New Jersey in the United States, but... You know, one less thing to worry about or one less thing to, you know, to put out there and have to, you know, fight with is my blackness. And that made me feel good. I'm like, I've never felt that before. Like knowing and then knowing like, you know, I'm not the the minority here. I'm in the majority. It felt kind of good. And like, it just, it felt good to be, I want to say how homie feel because, you know, I I don't have any family from there, but it, it felt kind of like safe in a way of like, you know, I'm in a place where it's it's us. We we see us around here. We're the ones who are pretty much in charge of doing things. Um and that's that was a, a great experience. Um culture wise, you know, just the music and the you know the the just, you know, how the you know the the language and stuff like that and just, you know, how everybody kinda acts. It was really cool to be around of course, you had to be mindful being a tourist because, um, you know, some people, especially like getting off the boat, say, no, you're a tourist. So, they'll, you know, kind of really jump on you and try to get you to go with them, you know, to different places, you know, make money off of tourism. But other than that, just going to see people interact and stuff like that and just with their daily lives, it was kind of cool. It really was cool, you know. I enjoyed the music. The free porter, def- definitely, that was a good. We had a, there was a band out there, um, who's just playing, and they were doing like all that, and just that's another thing. Hearing all your music playing twenty four seven, hearing a little Beyonce, hearing some throwback, some hey 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 hey, you coming to the store like you rocking. <laughs> That was that was lit. That was a, a nice experience. Not having to go in the store and hear, we are the champions, my friends, and seeing people don't look at you. And that's not a bad song. It slaps, but you know, it doesn't slap after the fifth time that you heard it. You know, hearing a little Ja Rule and a little Beyonce and Shanti and um, Michael Jackson and Jackson Five, like. You know, hearing that and then hearing, you know, people singing like in that style of music too, it's it's a cool experience and that's something I've really I really enjoyed and there's still it, I'm just remembering all this stuff like now, it's still pictures and stuff I had to share with my mom when I get a chance to. Um, probably more so this weekend when we sit down. <laughs> I'll share some more of the videos and the stuff like that. Um But uh that that was a great thing. Um so I talked about food, culture, um, the travel logistics. So, um, like I said, the first day was spent at Princess Kate Island, the second day at Nassau, and the third day at Freeport. So Princess Kate Island was like what you consider it was basically an island bought by the travel companies that create this manufactured tropical paradise. And I call it manufactured because, you know, the, the people who live there are are working there and they're making their money. And I respect that. Get your money at the end of the day. I I get it. Do your thing. I'm not mad at you. But it was it was manufactured in a, I guess, you know, 
and that you saw your, you know, your crews, your crew around and stuff like that from the, from the carnival. You didn't kind of get some of the real one. And sometimes you can't get the real. This is just not possible. But, like, that was the tropical thing. And I still enjoyed it, too. I got in the water. And let me tell you, the Bahamas, oh, my God. <laughs> it has some of the bluest, most beautiful, clearest water you ever have. And I'm from Jersey, so I know dirty, nasty water. And I've been in those Jersey, that Jersey ocean and those shores before. And that water is just, ugh. But opposed to that, but oh my God, the Bohemian water. Oh my God, it was beautiful. And I, I got in there and I wish I would have spent more time in there. You know, I wish I would have just laid in there and I was just soaked it up and everything. And, you know... So looking at it, taking pictures of it, feeling it, looking, being able to see to the bottom of the ocean. It was so amazing. Um, <clears throat> the heat, the heat. I, I love the heat of it. I wasn't really hot. I mean, I got a little hot, but I no, I can't even say I really got a little hot. I love the heat of being there. Uh, it wasn't ridiculous where it was like, you know, oh, it's unbearable. It was like nice heat and like. I like the sun. That's the thing. I might be born in January. I might be a, a, a winter baby, but I definitely enjoy the summer a lot more than I enjoy the winter. I just enjoyed being in the heat and just feeling the sun on my skin and just beating down on it and just the warmth of it. Something I haven't really felt since, you know, August here. So it was nice getting back to that. Um, it wasn't human heat either. That's another thing I appreciated. Hate human heat. I hate humid heat. Mm. But that day was that day was just beautiful being able to see the water. Day two, it was nice because we, you know, it was really being able to see the country or part of the country and seeing how people live and stuff like that and seeing, understanding a different culture than where you're from and stuff like that. That was a, a great experience. Um, we, I don't really want to call him tour guide. We had a driver who took us to the restaurant. Then he took us to get drinks um, in the neighborhood where we got these like adult Capri Sun pouches and all that stuff. Um, I say us, but it was like the group I was with because, you know, it wasn't everybody on the cruise who came initially. It was just like a couple people here and there. But um, he took us to do that. And then like he would just like he was he was very knowledgeable of his of his, you know, of his country and his where he lived at. And he told us, you know, this the pink is for, you know, reserved for the parliament buildings, you know, um, that's a distinguished. And, you know, they use these colors this and that and you know oh there's this graveyard here and church and just you know talking about his experience and you know making it out here and he was just a good dude he was he was <laughs> by the end of the trip we we definitely fell in love with the guy like he 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 was a good guy from the beginning like we initially was trying to get us to go with him and all that stuff and we we like you know we were a little apprehensive but we, once we got in he talked to us and he made sure we were good and stuff like that and you know he took us to these different places and even gave us the rundown on, you know, how to get the white Hennessy. Sorry, y'all. If you are hoping to get some white Hennessy for me, couldn't do it <laughs> this time. Um, I was thinking about getting some before I left. <laughs> um, but the store was closed and I, I, I didn't have time to. And it was just, it was kind of expensive. But, <laughs> um, you know, at the end of the day. But um, <laughs> that's a weird side note. 
Um, but, like, he was really lit, like, and just knowing more about the island and stuff like that, just soaking up, like, a sponge. The last day of Freeport, it wasn't as much to do. It was more shopping and stuff like that there. Uh, but, um, excuse me, y'all. It was still good, like, hearing the music and stuff like that and, you know, just being out there with, like, um, the haggling and, you know, the, the shopping and being among the people and the music and it was just the culture and stuff like that. That was the last day and I said I was going to get off the ship every single day so I could get a good idea of the culture um, while I was traveling. I wanted to, you know, really soak in everything. So for myself, being able to go there too and see that aspect as well was really lit. And um, logistic-wise, the, the, you know, being on a ship <laughs> and being on a cruise, um, you can feel very limited depending on the type of ship you're on, by what you can and can't do, depending on what kind of activities they have. So on our ship, there was they tried to have things jam-packed, but it was really more so focused on on buying stuff and like that. And that's my one big complaint. There was a, there were fun activities too. Like we had this. Um, this comedian we saw um, that even my family, like, we follow him now on social media. He was really good. He was funny two days. We, we went there every single night that he was there and listened to him. He was just cracking jokes. And he had a 30-minute set. There was live music um, just of people getting down. Like, this band that was just put together pretty much for this cruise who they could sing their butts off. Um, the casino was there. Didn't really win anything there, so wasn't messing with the casino too much but it was it was a lot to do in those respects of things but like it was just like it was it was i felt like you had to have money to enjoy certain things to really get your full oh and nightclub <laughs> i went i went to the nightclub at the, the, on the cruise that was that was a fun experience i enjoyed that that was first i guess my first real nightclub experience <laughs> but on a cruise and it was like, you know, you had the sections, you know, there and you had the little bar up there and you had the glass there in case you had to come down. It was it was a cool experience. <laughs> um, like logistic wise, if I were to travel again, it would depend on the cruise line that I would go on. Maybe if I if I were traveling, I may not necessarily do a cruise, but it would probably depend on the cruise. I would do it again if it was the right price and I had more of an inclusive package and had more things to do, i do that. Um, but if I were to travel again, maybe outside of the country, I would probably do like a, I would just travel directly there and do like a resort or something like that. Um, and, you know, just try to find the right people if I did want to, you know, see more of the country, just to, you know, be safe and stuff like that. Because, I mean, you know, wherever you go, you don't want to be ignorant of the area that you're going to and, you know, do the wrong things or do something offensive or get yourself hurt or, you know, get somebody else hurt and all that. So that's something I would definitely, uh, <clears throat> I would do for myself going forth. Um, and then, you know, rock going on a cruise, <laughs> one of the things you have to worry about, and I, I'm, I'm blessed I didn't experience this, thank God, I pray I never do, was, um, was seasickness, but because the boat was rocking so much, man. And I guess we caught some of the um, some of the tidal waves or not tidal waves. We caught some of the bad waves from maybe the earthquake in Puerto Rico one day. 
and whatever was left from there. I don't know I, if you don't judge me based off of my geography skills because I'm I'm trying to picture it in my head. But all I know is whatever settled, unset, made those seas unsettled. We felt it all night long. It was just shaking and it was just ridiculous and it was more annoying than anything. It's like you're trying to walk and all that and it's like, dude. <laughs> and I I was told from my dad it was because it was such a smaller ship. It was if it was much larger ship, you wouldn't have felt it as much. So. Those are just those little logistic things to consider next time. Um, and, you know, consider, make sure you get more of an inclu- all-inclusive package as far as drinking and stuff like that. Because on cruise cruises, you cannot use cash. Now, once I got off and I got to port or whatever um, and got the NASA, of course, you know, my money was good. Um, I guess, you know, of course, because the dollar is still stronger in certain places. So no problem at all. They took my money without like even flinching or you know the people the people work you know at the different places didn't mind taking the money and stuff like that so that wasn't a a big deal (laughs) in regards to that um but on a cruise itself you can't use cash which was the thing that kind of sucked you can't use cash at all so um knowing that I would definitely say um, I would want something more inclusive so I wouldn't have to worry about cash or buying a drink here and there and stuff like that and worrying about little things like that because that kind of ruins and annoys you after a while. But for my family, it was kind of cool because it made us more inventive on how we, we did things and I think that kind of brought us closer. So that was one of the good things about it. You know, not having the more inclusive package or not having more cable channels and stuff like that, it forced us to talk and really spend more time together. And I think that was what was, you know, the best best part of that um logistically of course your quarters are small like on a cruise so you had to be mindful of that i was very comfortable though i I slept in what's called the trundle which is like the bed that comes out of the ceiling um in a cabin when you're on a cruise very comfortable even i had to get up and down that daggone ladder every day and i was afraid that i would fall every single day thank god i was blessed excuse me i'm so sorry now Thank God I was blessed not to fall because I was already told I wasn't getting any help. I was only getting jokes and being laughed at if I, I did fall um, from the thing. So that was a good thing. Um, so we talked food, logistics, um, uh, culture. Uh, I guess, you know, kind of closing up on things. That was, I'll say that was a life changing trip. It was a life-changing trip because it was like, you know, it allowed me and my family to get closer on another level on that side of family. It was life-changing because it was my first cruise, it was, and it was my first time traveling without my mom. So I was responsible for myself. I didn't have, you know, a second pair of eyes, which, you know, sometimes can be annoying, but also a blessing, and you know, as well. They kind of keep me on track with things and stuff like that. And also, you know, can't, you know, just be like, hey, mom, you buy me this and all that stuff, you know. I... I hate to be baby, but I do get baby sometimes, and I, I, I can, I do play baby when I want to, and I mean that's me, and that's as simple as that. I understand who I am, that's person, um, but there's none of that. So there's a lot of more responsibility, and it was just, it was good, you know, having that experience as an adult and stuff like that. I definitely can say, um, you know, being on a cruise and and doing that. 
being able to leave the ship and see people who just look like me, that was an amazing experience. Being able to learn some of the history, because I'm a huge history nerd, was a, a great experience too. Just getting away and doing something different, you know, for my the first time I've done something like that was just amazing overall. And I'm I'm blessed, internally grateful that I had the opportunity. And it was a good way to, you know, spend the rest of the month of my birth. <laughs> and, you know, spend my sister's birthday, um, I'll say. And I, I appreciate it. And I can't wait to travel again. I can't wait until I can go on another international trip. I don't know where I want to go next. I have an idea where I... I, I think I do. If I go somewhere again, maybe I would love to go to Aruba because I hear it's beautiful there too. Um, I want to go to Japan. I know that's definitely one. That's one I would want to do as a boys trip. Being able to go to Japan because, you know, just as much as we love anime and we just love the culture of Japan and we appreciate it and stuff like that, being able to go there and just learn more and just being immersed in it immersed in it would just be amazing uh to practice my my um definitely have to practice or learn some japanese before that and key keyword some it's over 300 not 300 it is over 3000 characters in a japanese language so <laughs> um or 3000 kanji which makes it not easy so good luck with that me <laughs> but i want to do that um, one place I said I want to go, I definitely, I always want to go to Italy. Never really had an interest in London or, or Paris, but I definitely want to go to Italy. I think that would be amazing. I love Italian food, and I, you know, I kind of like the, the culture and history. You know, I want to learn more about that, so um, I would do that. Of course, um, I want to go, you know, I want to first trace my roots, and then I want to go um, to the country in which my roots comes from in Africa. I, I want to feel closer. I want to be able to feel, find that closeness, you know, and trace my history and fill that with my understand where I come from within myself. Um, but even if I don't do that, I don't get the chance to do that. I still want to visit Africa and visit a country there. Maybe visit Nigeria or um, I, I can't really think of anything else I want to really go. Nigeria just seems so lit, just like such a pl good place, you know, and. Um, yeah, I think if I couldn't find if I can't find my roots, I definitely want to just visit, visit Nigeria because of the culture there. No, knowing so much, knowing a little bit about it would just be interesting to see what it's like there. Um, but you know, overall, I'll say the travel bug is here now. <laughs> I have to get these trips together, which is why I know I have to be rich because as much as I would like to work and you know get things done and help people, I want to play just as hard. I want to be able to enjoy the fruits of my labor. I don't want to just wake up one day and be like, man, I've worked all this and I haven't taken any vacation and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, hmm, people remember how hard you were as a worker and all that stuff. But do you remember that? When you look back on your life and you were like, man, that, you know, report that I had to do by the end of the week sure was, uh, was impressive I did. Even though I missed the birth of my son, so I'm like, no, something like that, nah, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I'd rather, you know, miss out certain things or, you know, not be at the huge, huge highest level or whatever, at least have my sanity, than not to enjoy my life at all. It's just, I, I've learned too much. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it. And I definitely want to, you know, make travel a part of my self-care routine and, you know, just to get away and do things. 
um it's, this episode went over longer than I was expecting, but I mean, it was a, it was a two, technically I got two episodes in one, <laughs> two episodes for the price of one, even though I don't pay for this at all, <laughs> but I, I wanted to talk about that, I wanted to kind of go back and, you know, give you understanding what was going on and stuff like that, um, with life, oh, I guess one quick life update, um, before, because like I said, the devil liked to try you, <laughs> Um, before I even got on my trip, I was supposed to, you know, drive down to where I was supposed to get on, um, I guess to my dad's house, we were going to get on the port together. The car got totaled, so now I feel like I'm kind of back to square one now. I miss my truck. I had a, 19, I had a 1999 Jeep Cherokee, Grand Cherokee, uh, not Grand, 1999 Cherokee. Um, I'm gonna miss my truck. I really am gonna miss it, but. I know that that was just a um, a trial that's being thrown at me right now. So, hence why I said in the beginning, I'm like, you know, kind of over the place. And so, you know, you know, up and down and stuff like that. So, it's just one of those things you have to deal with and I'm kind of dealing with now. Um, realities of coming back from vacation. But I, I'm so thankful I had that vacation to, you know, to go and to get, kind of get my mind off of things and just focus on other things and enjoy. And that was such an amazing experience. And I can't wait to to do it again and I definitely want to go back to the Bahamas too because there's so much more I want to see and I want to explore um you know uh that I didn't get the chance to especially having only been in Nassau for like maybe six hours or whatever eight hours at most um it just hey y'all <laughs> I'm back um ooh, sorry so the audio as y'all heard got cut off from the last part um, I have a 90 minute limit and it seems like I just keep going over and over that <laughs> all the time, uh, as far as podcasting. So this is going to be just, you know, sweet and simple. I just wanted to come back and, you know, just, um, kind of close things out on that part of the episode of birthdays and birthday and taking trips, <laughs> birthdays and taking trips. Um, like I said, it was just a good experience. I can't wait to travel again. Talk about some of the places I wanted to do. But um, it wouldn't be me if uh, <laughs> I uh, didn't do my awkward moments. Yeah, you know, you can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> um, you know, can't I can't do that. You know, wouldn't be my show. So, I guess the awkward moment that I'm going to pick, if I don't pick a couple, but I, I know one main one I'm do, is getting on elevators with strangers. Lord have mercy. So, on our trip, you know, with my family, um, oftentimes, of course, the best way to get around on that ship was to take elevators. Nobody was about to work, walk from the ninth floor to the second floor, or first floor, or wherever. <laughs> you know, it just wasn't happening. This was vacation, not a non-vacation where you had to get your cardio in. Unless you chose to do that, you could swim and do other things like that. Or there was a full length gym you could go to, but um, <laughs> the point is, uh, we we had to be on the elevator. So every couple of times, you know, you find people in there and just be awkward. You try to go in, and be like, "Excuse me, excuse me," and then you know, trying to make conversation like, "Hey, how's it going?" Or the worst is when you're on the elevator by yourself. It's like, "Hey, how's how you how's it going? Enjoying your vacation? I'm enjoying it. Okay, good." <laughs> but um. Or 
I guess, you know, what's just funny about it is just like if you're saying all this crap, like we'd be cracking up and we'd just be making jokes or whatever, and then people get on ship and we'd have a joke about the elevator or whatever. And like get on the boat or not the boat, get on the elevator and you have to keep yourself from cracking up, but and just be so awkward. And it's awkward like when, you know, you're trying to move and maneuver out the way and it's just like, oh, excuse me, oh, you both go left, you both go right. And then you, before you know it, it's just like, ah, you know what, okay, I'll just take the next elevator. <laughs> those were those awkward moments um, <clears throat> on the ship. Um, uh, can't really say there's too many more awkward ones that I had, you know, or vacation. I guess vacation awkward moments in general. Is this, um, you know, you have to be rude sometimes, <laughs> and that sounds so bad, but, like, when you're walking and stuff like that, and, you know, especially, like, getting off and that, like, being a tourist and all that stuff, you can't stick around and necessarily have full-length conversation, like, oh, no, sorry, and all that stuff, you kind of have to keep it moving, you know, because otherwise, you know, you do have your ear talked off and all that stuff you kind of have to be like no thank you or all that stuff and that's weird for me and that's hard for me because like the natural thing is oh sorry or or um all that but it's like you kind of have to get into that mood because you have to protect yourself so that was one thing um <laughs> it was awkward it's like oh i'm really sorry i can't say sorry but also not at the same time you know i have to keep it moving you know i can't stick around here and dwell on this because it's just like it's not what I need to do. So those are a couple of my awkward moments on the trip or <laughs> just traveling wise and all that stuff. Um, and of course, it's, you know, being awkward with luggage and stuff like that, you know, being having your stuff all around and not trying to hit people in the head and all that. And it's just like oh, part of me trying to get through here. Not exactly the smallest dude around uh, with this 15 pound bag. <laughs> um, but yeah. That was it. But ultimately, like I said, I enjoyed my vacation. <laughs> Those are my awkward moments. Um, don't have any creators for the week. If you know any creators, content creators, or anybody like that who wants to be shouted out, let me know on the next episode or episodes. Um, I'm hoping to do, you know, now that I'm looking at things, I might have one episode released by Friday of this week. Or, and maybe do one on Saturday. If not, I'll just try to do, maybe I'll do something called a Podmas, <laughs> which is like Christmas time instead of Vlogmas. And I'll do like almost an episode for every day of the week or a couple of them. So you'll get three episodes next week, but we'll see. We'll see how things go, but I'll definitely communicate with you guys, you know, what's going on. But once again, you know, thank you for share for listening. Please share, like, subscribe. Yeah, technically you can subscribe, subscribe on here on Podbean. Um, give, give me a thumbs up or five, uh, I think it's five thumbs up or uh, five stars. I said thumbs up. Give me a thumbs up because that means a like, but give me a five star uh, review on Apple Podcasts, you know, it helps, you know, get spread the word about my podcast, you know, get more people to listen, um, give me some feedback, you know, as long as it's constructive, let me know what you liked about this, what you didn't like about this, um, did, you know, are you pissed that I, I said something, do you think somebody in my family's bald-headed, <laughs> let me know, <laughs> you know, feedback or constructive or not constructive, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, be constructive, don't be talking about nobody in my family, being bald headed or whatever. Um, 
in general. Um, but yeah, <laughs> um, uh, that's not too much more I can say. Just thank you once again for all of everything. I'm back. <laughs> I took a couple weeks off, a couple more weeks than what I was expecting. Um, but um, I'm here and I'm happy to get back into this and you back on this ride with ride and you know this podcast. I really, you know. As much as, you know, I wasn't doing it, and, you know, <laughs> it was good to get a break. And, you know, I've tried to be consistent since November. Um, it was good, and I had to, you know, I needed some of that time to just recharge and, you know, do something different and, you know, not do it. Because now, coming back to it, it's like I have all these ideas, and I want to, you know, want them to be fresh and stuff like that. And it gets very easy to be stagnant in something. It's something I'm using as therapy and, you know, just, you know, to help others and stuff like that, so... I'm glad that I've, you know, I've taken that time and now I can jump back in. You know, once again, guys, thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye.